episode 9. In this episode, our guest Ari Luokkala gives us an introduction about quality engineering. So what it is, what added value it brings in, and what specific challenges in the context of Salesforce development. So we set up a fictional interview session to go through all these points. Hopefully after listening to this episode, you could have gained a good high-level picture and start using it in your Salesforce journey. Alas, don't forget to hit our website salesforceway.com to check the show notes and useful links shared from our talk. It's Shisha here from Salesforce Web Podcast. Today I'm very excited to have a very interesting topic that I'm get triggered. So the topic is about quality engineering, right? Yeah, and automation okay. in Salesforce project. Uh, okay, yeah. So it's like an introduction on quality engineer and uh, how quality engineer could contribute in Salesforce projects. That's exactly. basically the context. And I have uh, my guest sitting with me with coffee and with tea together here. So his name is Ari Luokkala. Yeah, my name is Ari Luokkala. I'm 41 years old. Of uh, IT engineer from a Helsinki area and I, I work at F-Secure as a senior quality engineer in, in Salesforce uh, project. Mm-hmm. Okay, so actually I wanted to have this conversation with you because I think the quality engineer is really important. In the market there are a lot of demanding on the quality assurance, quality engineer roles and ask them to join the project like full time. Yeah, and especially nowadays the, the emphasis is on automation, mm-hmm. so automation specialists. So that's like a, a big job of the quality engineer. Right? Yeah, nowadays it's more and more like that. Okay. So it's like complementing the, the manual testing. So I think okay. the, the, the best kind of approach is to have this intelligent manual testing exploratory mm-hmm. combined with uh, automated regression testing for doing the dull stuff, so to say. Okay. Um, speaking of Salesforce technology, I think it's a bit slower in the test automation comparing to like a front-end web development or some other technology. So this is like a specific cloud-enabled environment and the test automation wasn't so easy back in old times. Yeah, well Salesforce is, is, a, is a very versatile ecosystem. For example, there's two UIs. The lightning and the, the lightning classic. classic UI, and so and you have this third-party platform that you are that you are dependent on. So yeah, there's challenges, but it's doable. Okay, so you have working experience on the Salesforce test automation and uh, and the quality engineering tasks. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, at the moment, my experience on this field is like five months. Okay. So, oh, but my background covers a lots of different automation projects. But okay. for Salesforce specific, this is the kind of the first. Okay, cool. So I want to pick your brain here. So I want to play a game. So in this whole episode, because uh, in the audio session, it's hard to you know see the code and check how the the, the whole project process is is combined. So let's play the game, and so our audience 
can be easier to understand what we are talking about yeah. here. Okay. Yeah. So I love games first of all, and I love to control the games. So here, let's see. So here's the scenario. We are in the company, and Salesforce is like a new setup here. I'm the environment owner or product owner, and uh, I'm responsible for the whole environment. The environment was already set up, configured well, and we met the business requirement. And now, business want us to extend it with the customization. So we get the budget, we get uh, a technical Salesforce architect, a project manager, two code developers to join in the project. And we are about to kick off the project. You know, do the customization, Apex code, lighting components. So the technical architect tells me we need a quality engineer to join us. But me, as a product owner, I don't know too much about the quality engineer. So you are here with me as the first session to convince me what benefit you can really bring into the project. Why do we need to hire you either part-time or full-time in the project? What benefit you can create for us? Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's a great question. Not, not so easy to answer. You start now, right? You start now to convince me? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. first of all, uh, mm, there is a good, good practice to, to establish these kind of continuous integration systems into projects. Mm -hmm. So, whatever you do, it, it will be continuously tested automatically. That's called continuous integration. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and also if you have a test there, you can call it continuous testing because it's all, all the time running the tests. Okay. When the, the code is changed. Uh, that, that gives us a kind of confidence that, uh, first of all, the, this test is, is mostly focused on our regression. So, mm -hmm. so the, what we have should remain the same in behavior unless we have changed the application logic. So we use the automation to, to ensure that the existing functional functionality is in place and works as, as assumed. Mm -hmm. So quality engineer can be helpful for, for uh, setting up the CI pipeline. Mm -hmm. uh, it might need, you know, kind of very much kind of different skills like you knowing the test automation tools and also have a system administration skills to, to cope with the different uh, continuous integration system machines, etc. Mm -hmm. And this is um, that kind of uh, gluing all, all the pieces together of, of deploying the new okay. code. So you mentioned the CI, which is a continuous integration, right? Yeah. And uh, let's say in the project we have two developers, we have one architect. Mm. So the developers would use Git to collaborate and yes. submit the code into like a remote repository, which yes. is like a uh, the truth, mm. was the master of truth or piece of truth, okay? And uh, I think they can run the, for example, the unit tests by themselves, right? right? So why do we need this continuous integration that the quality engineer brings in? Uh, first of all, in the Salesforce context, uh, we can uh, we have a possibility to, to run the tests in a clean environment with a scratch orgs. So, with quality engineer can set up this. Of course, uh, skilled developers can do also so set up this kind of multi-branch pipelines so that 
it, when a developer takes a new feature, develops, it will mm. be automatically spawning up this this CI job. And uh, mm -hmm. of course, uh, unit testing can be done from your laptop as well. Mm. But uh, on, on top of that, we can have the smoke test for the UI, for example, and some okay. kind of more advanced test, and automatically give you feedback on that. Okay. That is really important, that feedback loop. Mm. So let's say, <coughs> because I'm not sure if all the audience can follow us here, so let's say we have the master branch, right, yeah. in the remote, and each time, for example, a developer needs to introduce a new feature or fix an existing bug, they will branch off from the master. Exactly. Right? That's the way we... Okay. Yeah. So let's say I have a feature one branch, and I start working on that branch. I update, update the code, create new logic, and make multiple commits to that branch. So what would happen in that branch? So when, when you take a create a branch, uh, it is possible that immediately on that time, mm -hmm. uh, the continuous integration job is created. So it's kind of dynamic in nature. Okay. And then every, uh, every, after every comment you do, you push to the remote repository, mm -hmm. Uh, it will automatically go through the changes with a deployment, a unit test, and additionally the smoke test. Oh, so that okay. is triggered by the change. Mm -hmm. That is the best way to do it. So the developer does not necessarily need to run the unit test locally. That's true. Even if it's good to run them every yeah. now and then at least, right? Whenever they push a commit, they're confident and push a commit to the remote repository, the branch, the bug or feature branch, then automatically the continuous integration environment would trigger the predefined testing tasks. Yes, and, and the one benefit is that, you know, as a developer, you can have a, a testing. In the Salesforce world, we, we speak about orgs, so mm -hmm. it's kind of instance of Salesforce. Right. So you can have, you might have. Uh, your own customization or messed up or anything like that, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. But currently, we have technologies that we can uh, do the testing in in really clean environment. Mm -hmm. So there is no just testing the code logic. Okay, so you mean we can spin up a clean environment, install the custom code, do the tests, and tear down the environment. Exactly, we can test. It's like a disposable environment. That's the scratch org? Yeah, that's the, <laughs> in, in this Salesforce uh, context, it's the scratch org. Okay. So we spawn it up, deploy, run on the test, mm -hmm. and when we're done, mm -hmm. we just delete the org. Okay. And, and if something is happened, mm -hmm. you will be notified. You get the email notification. You can get the email, you can get a chat message, Okay. There are different notifications mechanisms you can use in okay. continuous integration system. Do, do I get a phone call? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's possible, but not so okay. easy to implement. Okay. okay, all right. So, so that's the feedback loop you mentioned, right? Yeah. Like because it's it's mm. important to have this transparency what is happening, and we know we get the feedback and we can adapt according to that. Mm. So developers is also released from you know running a unit test they can just focus back on updating further the code while later when they check the email, they say, okay, the previous part failed, then they can come yeah. back to check. Exactly, you are, you are absolutely right about this. So it, it 
gives you it kind of um, frees you frees you the time executing that stuff in the CI that you can do something else mm -hmm. like further develop the code. Okay. Hmm. So let's say then the developer has finished the feature and is ready to push into the master branch. Yeah. Is there something also happening in the master branch? Yeah, well, there's different ways ways to handle. I would use there uh, some kind of quality gate. Quality so first of all, for example, if you have Bitbucket, you mm. can require the, the CI build to be passed before you can merge. So Bitbucket is like a cloud service it's like uh, yeah, it's like um, it's a remote Git repository yeah, service from Atlassian company. Yeah, source code version control system by okay. Atlassian. Okay, I think it. There's it a similar one also called the GitHub, right? They yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. true. Okay. So you can ha build this kind of quality gates, like not not allowing the merge if the build is not passing, etc. And uh, additionally. With the UI test, you can make sure that the end-to-end tests work okay in the brands before mer merging to master. Mm. So, I mean, for unit testing, uh, Salesforce developers really are familiar with. Yeah. The UI testing, do you mean like a, a robot will click all the buttons for you, or what does that mean? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like mimicking the user behavior. It's when it's you when she or he is using your application, mm -hmm. opening the for in Salesforce context is like opening the browser, okay. doing the user flow, user scenarios, and where where your application is installed and interacting with the application and then verifying with the machine code like the expected results are visible in the UI. So, oh, that's interesting. Then. Why do we need the unit test? Why don't we just uh, put everything into this UI testing, then cover everything, right? That, that uh, well, uh, well, UI testing uh, is costly, so so I mean it, it takes more time than unit testing, and okay. So I think it's it's good to have these different layers of testing. There. Okay, so it means the unit test is fast, is easy to create. Yeah, they're fast as kind of kind of simple. Mm. In nature, okay. you can have them many. You okay. can ru run them parallel very fast, mm -hmm. and they ensure the functions and methods works as expected. Mm. But then the you have the other side that okay you have all all in place, and then you have execute your user flow. So like acceptance, is it working as should be in the UI? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but to answer the question, the UI testing is more more costly. Okay. So, like a quality engineer needs to create the UI test, right? And also, I assume you need to keep it up to date. If the UI layout changes, yeah. then you need to update the test yeah. as well. Exactly. In Salesforce world, we have moving factors like Salesforce platform itself. It has the, the annual releases like spring, summer, etc. Something mm -hmm. might change there. Okay. And of course, then you, your application may change. So, mm. well, with then there is um, you either it's a bug or you have to adapt the test case for new designed functionality or behavior. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that uh, helps me to understand as a product owner, we need to have this multi-layer testing to guarantee our code quality. Yes. Right. Okay. 
Um, that sounds cool. Can I ask, tell you one thing before we yes, go there? Yes, yes, yes. So, so let's assume that you have passing the building uh, in your branch on the pull request. In the feature branch? Yeah. Okay. Then you merge the master. Okay. So we have kind of integrated branch. So where we have integrated your changes into the master. Yeah. Then should be run again this test. So it's to like verify a, that oh. the integration works. So it's like a, we construct a building and when we add a new block into the building, we always need to rerun everything to make sure that block really integrates into the building seamlessly. Yeah. That's what um, we are doing. Yeah, and that's that's automatically also in this case also freeing up your time to, to mm -hmm. do something else while while it's testing. And what is important is is that you 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 scope the, the UI test or whatever test you have to the right things. Because mm -hmm. as I said it's costly. So you have to really think what is the most important stuff that you are like confident that if this is passed, we are we are fine. Mm. Okay. So let's say my project is also with only limited budget. Would you help us to do the manual test as well? Of course. <laughs> okay. That <laughs> is that is something. I don't like that as much as automation. But I have realized that it is still something we have to do hmm. because of the complexity of the systems and uh, there are so many ways things can be done and then you have exploratory testing so you might find scenarios with your thinking with your human brains mm -hmm. how just like ad hoc idea what if I do this what if I do that mm -hmm. and that's something that, that your script can do mm. so I think they are just both needed and complementing each other. Okay, I used to work with some security guys who joined the project to help us to do uh, random testing. So they do see the application from different angles, yeah. comparing to the developers. Do uh, QE or quality engineers have a similar, you know, angles? Well, quality engineers should have the holistic view of the application. Know every, every feature and functionality, how it behaves, and especially, well, if it's come like uh, changing resourcing like developers, then there is one cornerstone to, in addition to product owner, to stand for that, how the things should work, you know. Mm. It's quite really important. Mm. So maybe product owner knows a bit from the end user point of view, a higher level picture. Bus business requirements. Right, right. Yeah. I don't want to get into those technical details too much. Yes. So you can help, especially in the long term, to explain how the application should work. Yeah, and also I'm also uh, and the engineers should also, if there are requirements for the product, should should ensure that they are fulfilled mm -hmm. in overall. That okay. We get the right kind of product mm. and collaborate closely with the product owner. So. Okay. Yeah, that also depends on how long you're gonna stay <laughs> in the product, right? Yes. If after the project the user are gone with for example if we are having consultants to do the development, they are gone after the project usually. And uh, the QE could bring more benefit if you can stay longer, let's say if you are like an internal employee, right? Yeah. For the product. Yes. Mm. Because I, I think it's 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 extremely important in my opinion to, to know the product and functionalities 
especially if you have changing results in the development side. Okay. That's also maybe one of the reasons that uh, in the job market, the QA or QE is really demanded nowadays as a full-time job. They really want to hire people to the company internal employees to know the product since beginning and inside out. Yeah, because I, I truly believe that that will bring the best result. Okay. Hopefully I have the budget to, to hire you. I hope too. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we talked about the concept level, how to help the project. I already understand what you can bring you. We have the test automation, we have the manual test, you already know everything from the higher level technical uh, point of view. So how do we really do those stuff? Do you have like preferred tools to you know, fulfill these? Yes, I have. Uh, well, I have uh, lately used a lot of robot framework and generic test automation framework okay and I have noticed lately that actually Salesforce has there is a, the other tool Cumulus CI Cumulus CI yeah Cumulus CI is a Salesforce specific tool for continuous integration okay I'll put that Cumulus 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 CI yeah I'll put the link in our show notes so that our listeners could check what that is yeah could you explain a little bit more Cumulus CI is, is um, Python-based uh, continuous integration deployment tool for Salesforce. So with with the tool, you can, for example, deploy your code and run unit tests. And nowadays, there is also integration to to robot framework. So in the robot framework, which is a more like generic uh, test automation framework, mm-hmm. you can use Cumulus CI functionalities like running tasks and so on. Okay. So that you can fulfill the okay. goal. Let, let's. Uh, I'm I'm kind of less technical than you, mm. as a product owner. I want to understand the Cumulus CI is like a automation framework, right? It can help you to run multiple tasks that you define. Yeah, it's yeah, it is task based, task based um, continuous integration and deployment tool. So not not. L- well, you can run unit tests. But that's the level level where it gets. When you want to run like UI test, end-to-end testing, then you have a, have to have another tool. Okay, okay. But this is suitable for the for that level, mm-hmm. and it it is extendable. So you can write your own tasks and combine tasks to flow. So it's very efficient and customizable. Okay. Tool. So in Cumulus CI, we have the so-called flow which is combined by multiple tasks exactly okay a flow is like a bigger task yeah it's like a list of tasks let's give an example can i install my code into a clean environment with one button click or one command um there were multiple things yes you can with the cool ci you can if you build the flow right you can do it with one command okay let's say and you can also run run unit test you after that in one command. It just depends how you combine the task to, okay. to, to establish a flow. Okay. Okay. Let's say in the Salesforce installation, usually we have to you know upload the static resources. We need to deploy Apex code. Uh, maybe we need to enable some permission sets for certain users. We even need to create some user or create some regular user data 
And then finally run the unit tests. Can we do all this in one flow? Well, yeah. Um, that perversion set is doable. I'm not sure about that cursor data. I think you can do, because you know, Kumulo CI can use three different APIs, bulk API, and then there is the Salesforce Enterprise API, mm -hmm. and what was the third, tooling API. Okay. So there is three APIs in use, and it kind of limits what you can do natively with the Kumulo CI. And uh, for example, in, the, in your example, I'm not sure about really about that user, user part. Mm -hmm. Is it doable, but the, the Permission set surely. Okay. For example. Okay. So it means I run the command, then the environment is ready for me without regular user data. Can I just yes. like that? Okay. Yes. I, then I manually create the data. Yeah. The things. Yeah, you need to populate the data. Okay. Somehow. Okay. Because uh, I see from developer point of view, quite often they need to, you know. I install the, the whole package into a new environment to do the test to, to make sure everything runs as expected. Yeah. As you mentioned, the scratch hawk. Yeah. So if we can automate this installation process, definitely that already helped a lot to yeah. save the manual time. Yeah. Um, uh, well, what comes to the scratch hawk, mm -hmm. which by the way, you can use also with Kumul CI. Okay. So the deploy the stuff to the scratch hawk disposable environment. You can use these definition files to define what kind of features you have in the Scratch Org okay. enabled. That's a Scratch Org out of box feature. That's true. Okay, so I understand the Cumulus CI could talk to maybe the API of Scratch Org. Does it also use the? We have this uh, fantastic DX. Well, CI. yeah, it kind of uses for Scratch Org part uh, okay. the SFDX. Yeah, command line tool. So, so it it can use the dx command to you know. Yeah, it internally uses it for scratch orgs. But other than that, um, I think the Kumul CI is, is not dependent on SFDX tool as such. Okay, so you can work with the traditional developer edition static organization as well. Yes, you can. Okay, which is free for everybody. Yeah, okay. everybody can you know go there and launch and de developer okay. edition org. The Kumulus CI is it uh, open source? It's free to use. It is. It is open source, and it's it's there's a repository. Who are using that in the industry? Uh, good question. Uh, I have no detailed information about that, but uh, uh, that's it's very active repository. Okay. You, I'm subscribing that the feed from the repo, and there. Okay. Have lots of development there. That's that's good to know. Otherwise, you know, if it's a dead project, then we are. No, it's, it's, it's so so okay okay then I think our listeners and I deserve to really check what Cumulus CI is yeah okay but um, do you use some other CI tools like uh, Jenkins or some cloud-based well yeah Cumulus mm. CI as such is, is, is a tool capable to do this CI stuff from your laptop but then you need to something to run it in the remotely automatically. Mm. There I would take, for example, well, there are lots of different uh, continuous integration application servers, but I, for example, could take like Jenkins. Okay. And what this trendy or how would I say like hot is, is this pipelining. Mm -hmm. So you have the Jenkins pipeline as a code and there you embed the usage of CCI inside the 
the pipeline code. So what it means in practice that you would just put the Jenkins to run tasks mm-hmm. in the remote server automatically mm-hmm. after change and just mm-hmm. uses Kumu CI to do what it needs to do done. Mm-hmm. In addition to deployment, I could use like robot framework to, to do the smoke testing on the UI. Okay. So and, and th- those all would be run in the same pipeline in Jenkins in mm. the remote server. Okay. Um, I think I've already got a lot of the concept level. Let's finally bring everything we just discussed into one picture mm. to make sure our listeners and I understand it correctly. I, I just re- kind of recap. Yes. You, you test me now. So we have the Jenkins. Yes. Jenkins server, right? It, it's running on certain server. Yes. And that could automatically trigger the Cumulus CI yeah. to run some tasks. Yes, because you can put the Jenkins to talk with your um, version control system, for example, Bitbucket. Okay. So they can send, if you change, make a change, they can it can be set up to send a webhook to mm-hmm. Jenkins, which triggers the, the job, which then in, in okay. uses the Kumu CI. That's what you said when the developer commit, uh, make a commit to the remote feature branch that triggers the Jenkins to run the task, which is the Cumulus CI task. Exactly. Okay, so now I click everything into one picture here now, and the Cumulus CI would run, for example, the unit tests. Oh yeah, it's possible to... Well, uh, as I told you, there is this Jenkins pipeline script concept, okay. and you can have as many stages as you want there. So okay. you can definitely put each stage. Yeah. You can do whatever for, you ex- want to do. for example, if you use Kumu CI mm-hmm. in the pipeline script, so you have a Kumu CI, it deploys the application. Next stage is run unit test. Okay. And pipeline scripts is is very flexible. So next thing you can run, for example, robot framework test. Mm. as a ne- next stage mm. all, all like sequentially okay okay sky is the limit yeah <laughs> okay all right and uh, yeah so the Jenkins is like sitting on top of everything to observe and monitor the changes yeah and also and giving you the feedback then giving ah send the email back to yeah. the developers okay yeah. and then community CI is triggered and the uh, robot framework, wha- which does the UI testing, is triggered. Yes. And then finally, when everything passes, then you also maybe get a, a pass at least the icon, a green icon. Says. Yeah, okay. that's what you usually get the green pipeline. Okay. Which is nice to see. It sounds interesting. So, how long does it take to set this up in the tools practically? Um. Let's say if you join the project since beginning, right? It depends how much you have time dedicated to this task. For you? Yeah, and it, it depends how much you know already about this technology. Okay. But f- if I use myself an, uh, as an example, mm-hmm. uh, well, Salesforce was not familiar to me. I know I, I knew Jenkins. Como was not familiar to me. Okay. SFTX was not familiar. Salesforce not so all related to Salesforce not familiar. Okay. But Jenkins and robot was. So I need I needed to to set up something. It takes some several weeks. We get initial skeleton for the pipeline, and that's the evolving process that in continuous improvement 
to see what works and what not. And then uh, finally, for example, I noticed that Cumulus CI has an integration to robot frameworks and I realized that we can utilize that in, in our testing. And okay. So for example, you can log into Salesforce Org without typing username and password and so okay. on. So if my project now hires you as a full-time QE, um, you definitely can do it faster, right? It's the second time to do yeah, similar stuff. Because you, you know the concept, how you construct the pipeline. Okay. What to do and where. Mm. Sounds good. All right. I'd like to have you in the project. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's keep it up. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, I really would like to have you join my team. Thank you. <laughs> okay, good. So that's the end of the session. I think uh, Ari and I had a chat about this. At least from my point of view, as product owner, um, it's not everything so clear, but I understand we, in the project, we need people who are contributing, who are building the block, but we also need people who maintain the block to help them to maintain at least, to try to automate things as much yeah. as possible. Yeah. Use like use use these remote machines to do some work for us and keep up the quality, you know, on a certain level. Okay. Give us give us feedback continu continuously way. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. So yeah, definitely now Salesforce, the technology also, you know, empower us to use the DX, use the the Git repository to to store every everything the code the configuration even the some test the user data so yeah yeah you can store there anything also yeah. documentation yeah so, so we're not bound or to like a developer org or something anymore so no the truth is the source code exactly that's the key so that we have everything there okay I, like the jenkins jobs as a pipeline script is as code okay you can it's mo mobile so you can move it to different instances okay Cool. Thanks, Ali. I think that's all for our session today. Thank you, Xi. So that's it. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye.